0: Tommy John to go against Mike Corkin. Corkins. Corkins is five and seven on the year. John fifteen and seven, one and one this year, and two and three lifetime against San Diego. We'll I have the starting lineups and other free game notes for you after this message.
1: You've probably been hearing a lot of talk lately about gas mileage on new cars.
2: Only, oli only, um. only,
1: only
2: uh. it's the water uh.
1: That makes
2: it only beer It's the water And the love It's the special care That makes Olympia Such a special beer That's Olympia It's the way we age Our only, only beer It's the water That's just one reason why The time to make it great, To make Olympia It's the water And the life
0: holy, Now the batting orders for the ball game for the Dodgers leading it off and playing second base Davey Lopes. Von Joshua will bat second and play left field. Tom Pashorek in center field. Steve Garvey at first base Bill Buckner in right field Steve Yeager doing the catching At shortstop will be Bill Russell Jerry Royster will play third base And Tommy John to do the pitching For San Diego, Rich Morales will lead off and play shortstop Dave Winfield will be the left fielder. Dave Roberts at third base. Nate Colbert playing first. Cito Gaston in right field. Fred Kendall at doing the
3: catching.
2: Ivan Morrell in center field.
3: Dave Hilton at second base.
2: And
0: Mike Corkins to do the pitching. The umpires for the game will be rookie umpire Ed Runge at the plate, Bob Engel at first, Jerry Dale at second, and Art Williams around at third. The Padres have taken the field. The crowd now being asked to rise for the playing and singing of our national anthem. We'll be underway in a few moments now. We'll have our first ball ceremonies. The Dodgers were rained out, of course, last night in Atlanta. And so they have two to go. They will wind up showing 160 games, uh, 161 games on the schedule, although they will actually play 162. One game will be, of course, the tie game that they had with Atlanta way back in May. And that one was supposed to be made up last night, but it also was voiced out. So I guess you had to feel that game was just destined to wind up as it did. Right-hander Mike Corkins, and that's a pitching change for the Padres because Steve Arlen had been penciled in, and in fact his name was crossed off the starting uh, lineup card, and that of Mike Corkins was inserted in. So Mike will be on the mound, and he'll be making his 11th start of the year. He has two complete games. Earned run average is 4.54. The Dodgers are trying to even things up for the year with the Padres. They have to win both games and able to do that. They stand seven and nine with the Padres. They've won five of seven here. But the Padres were the winningest team in the league in Dodger Stadium. They're winning seven out of the nine there. Meanwhile, as we said on the scoreboard a little while ago, the Chicago Cubs and the New York Mets were rained out today in Chicago. And they had a doubleheader scheduled for tomorrow already. That means they have doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday now to conclude the regular season. And, of course, that really puts the added burden on the the New York Mets. They're trying to hold on to their one-game edge over the Pittsburgh Pirates. And it may not be that, but the time tonight is over because the Pirates are winning their ball game from Montreal at Pittsburgh. And that's the first of a three-game series. And they are about to KO Montreal if they are able to beat them tonight. So the importance of the action in Chicago would be the big one. And we'll have doubleheaders tomorrow in Chicago. We had the report now coming over the loudspeaker in the press box that Steve Arland was suffering with a stiff neck and therefore not able to pitch tonight, so it's Corkins instead. Okay, we're about set. Time to play ball the Dodgers and the Padres from San Diego Stadium. And now for the play-by-play, here's Vin Scully. Vinny?
3: Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It has come up a beauty here in San Diego, a cloudless sky all day, and a beautiful summer's evening on this 28th of September. Mike Corkins has concluded his warm-ups. Davey Lopes, Bon Joshua, and Tommy Peshorek in that order. Davey Lopes hitting 272. It will be worth the life of every infielder tonight to play on this field, and using the word field, you have to put quotes around it. If the city of San Diego wanted to say goodbye to the Padres, they did it today. When they allowed the San Diego Chargers to work out... This morning, and you can imagine a pro football team, what it did to this baseball field, and the infield is a joke. Davy Lopes takes a strike, 0-1. So Davy Lopes hitting 272, Mike Corkins and Fred Kendall a battery, Colbert, Hilton, Morales, and Roberts the infield. Strike one pitch on the way. Davey a half swing, but takes outside, 1-1. and The outfield, Dave Winfield is in left, Ivan Morrell in center, Clarence Gaston in right, Jerry Morales might very well have played tonight, but Morales is out of the lineup. 1-1 pitch is low ball two. The last game that the Padres played here in San Diego before going out on a road trip that saw them go to Cincinnati. Morales lost a fly ball in the sun, and it hit him right between the eyes. Broke his nose, a very painful injury, and so he's out. Lopes takes inside, ball three. Johnny Grubb, a great-looking young outfielder with the Padres, who is a strong candidate for rookie of the year. Grubb hitting 311. Eight home runs, 37 RBIs, but he's out with leg and heel troubles. Lopes hits one up the middle, right on by Corkins and on into center field. So Davy Lopes, who's been bothered by muscle spasms in the back of late, singles, and that will bring up Bon Joshua. Number 12, Bon
2: Joshua.
3: Savant so Joshua with Lopes at first. Davey has stolen 35 out of 50. Joshua brings a 247 average up to the plate. The Dodgers come into the game with a modest three-game winning streak. What makes it very interesting, the Dodgers have never lost a season series to the Padres. There's a pitch out with Lopes going. The throw is on a bounce, and they get him anyway, thanks to the pitch out. Right there to pin him with shortstop Rich Morales. So Davey Lopes is thrown out, Fred Kendall sending that, call for the pitch out and nailed him. Two to six. One away, one ball and no strikes to Joshua. The Dodgers have never had a losing series to San Diego in five years here, but this year they're two games behind, nine games to seven. Joshua slices one foul into the seats alongside the left field foul line, and they count one ball and one strike. The future of the San Diego Padres is very murky. All we do know, chronologically, the next meeting to decide the future of the Padres will be October the 5th. Joshua hits one to straightaway center field. Coming up forward is Murrell to handle it for the second
2: out.
3: So two down and Tom Peshorek, the batter. October the 5th will be a Friday, the eve of the playoff games in the National League. It'll begin Saturday in Cincinnati. Cincinnati against whom? That's the question. Pittsburgh or New York? That's really going to be a mess. The Mets were rained out today. That means they have doubleheaders scheduled Saturday and Sunday in Chicago. The sure it takes ball one. But Chicago without lights at the end of September, it is so difficult to get one game in, never mind two. They might wind up with suspended games and having to play off early next week. There's a half-swing fly ball to shallow center. Morel coming up and can't get it. Base hit. So a Christmas gift comes early for for Feshorek, a half-swing single. And the batter will be Steve Garvey. The Padres not only is the franchise future up in the air, but the players don't have any idea what their future holds in store for them because their season ends Saturday night. Sunday, the Padres are off but the Padres still have one game left on their schedule which might have to be played. That would be with the Pittsburgh Pirates. The pitch to Garvey is low ball one. So they have to hang around Sunday waiting for a fourth, and since the Mets are playing a doubleheader, uh, they might have to wait a long time to find out whether they have to fly to Pittsburgh or not. So the National League East is very much up in the air, and the San Diego Padres might have a key to it, maybe. One ball and no strikes. The count is Steve Garvey. Steve hitting 305, eight home runs, 50 RBIs coming off a big game against Atlanta. Corkins at the belt. Peshorek goes, and it's a number up along third base foul in the count one and one. So in case you joined us left, Lopes rolled one up the middle for a base hit, was out on a pitch out from Fred Kendall to Rich Morales. Joshua flied to center. And Peshorek on a half swing, blooped a single to center. And here is Garvey in the count. One ball, one strike. On deck, Bill Buckner. Garvey waiting. Mike Corkins, five victories and seven defeats. Right hander inserted in the last minute for Steve Arlen. And Garvey takes high ball two. Two and one. Two and one to count to Garvey. Corkin's checking with Fred Kendall. Shorek was going on a pitch. We'll see if he tries to go again. Corkin's ready and goes over there. So he thought that Tommy would try to go. Two balls and one strike to count to Steve Garvey. Two out first inning, just the start of the ballgame. Dodgers have done pretty well here. They've won five out of seven. Garvey hits one foul off first out of play. But the Padres... Knocked the Dodgers from pillar to post in Los Angeles. They took seven out of nine. The Padres played better ball in Dodger Stadium than any other club in the league. By far. Two games better than Cincinnati. Two games better than Houston. They won five of nine. The Padres seven of nine. Two and two to count. Garvey hits one off the fist and it's a one-hopper foul outside of first. He was properly jammed and cracked the bat. And Steve will have to get another from on-deck hitter Bill Buckner. Two balls, two strikes. The last two games of the year, tonight and tomorrow, the Dodgers have already won 93 games. The last Dodger club to win more, the 1966 ball club, at 195. There goes Peshorek, and there's a drive into right field. A base hit, so Peshorek keeps on going to third. Gaston throws over there, not in time. A line drive throw, but Peshorek went in standing up. So first and third. The Dodgers with three hits in the inning, but they haven't scored yet. And the batter will be Bill Buckner. So Lopes, Peshorek, and Garvey have all singled, but the Dodgers still looking for a run. And the batter will be the left-hand hitting Bill Buckner with Steve Yeager on deck. Garvey off the bag at first. Corkins ready and works a strike to Buckner in the count 0 one one. 1-1. Corkins does not have a record with the Dodgers this year or lifetime. Mike is given a three-hits in the inning, but nothing yet as far as runs. A pitch to Buckner. He checks in his high. 1-1. One one. Ed Runge calling balls and strikes. Bob Engel at first. Jerry Dale at second. Art Williams at third. Jim Gilliam coaching at first, Tommy Lasorda at third. Gilliam, at the end of the month, will head to Puerto Rico. He'll be managing down there. Lasorda will be heading for the Dominican Republic. Buckner fouls it off. Lasorda will be managing there. So the the official National League season might have come to an end for two of the Dodger coaches, but they'll pick up again right in the end of October. In fact, for Lasorda, last year... He started managing, as he will this year, the last week in October. And if he could win everything, as he did last year, his season carries until the 8th of February. Here's the one-two pitch. They pitch out the runners holding, two and two. So Lasorda will go from one baseball season to another. He'll have about two weeks off and then go to the Dominican and have two weeks off in February and then go to spring training. So if you are a baseball man, you're really that all year long. Two and two, the count to Bill Buckner. Corkins at the belt, Mike deals, fastball, foul back. No, Bill is still there. Two and two, the count to Bill Buckner. Two on, two out in the first inning, no score. Garvey off the bag, held on by Nate Colbert. Beshorek down the line from third. Buckner waiting, and Corkins takes a look. Now, Mike ready. And the right hander deals, and Buckner swings and misses. Strength three. So the Dodgers get three hits, but no runs. Lead two. And at the end of half an inning, Dodgers nothing. Padres coming up.
4: 76 dealer, Dario Rollery, shows the spirit of 76, even to his littlest customers. We have kids with
1: problems all the time with their bicycles, Anderson, they're and they're so darn cute. They just hate to turn them down, or they're probably ridden about three or four miles, and they don't have any money for a flat tire or repair or something. Well, we go ahead and take care of it for them. You know, they're just little tiny tots, and they're cute, and little tears in their eyes. So what are you going to do with them? Take care of their problems, because their little problems are major to them. Maybe
2: it's time, Maybe it's time 76,
3: 76, 76, 76, 76. Bottom of the first inning, the Dodgers failed to score. We'll set them defensively. Left handed Tommy John on the mound and Steve Yeager behind the plate. An infield of Steve Garvey and Davey Lopes, Bill Russell and Jerry Royster, and an outfield of Vaughn Joshua, Tom Peshorek, and Bill Buckner. Tommy John, who has already exceeded his high in the big leagues when he won his 15, he had won 14 twice in the American League with the Chicago White Sox. Tommy now trying to finish up with a flourish and win his 16. Tommy is 15 and 7. He's 1 and 1 with San Diego this year. He combined with George Culver. Way back in the first couple of games of the season to shut out San Diego, four to nothing. Then they beat him on the third of July, four to one. And early in September, he had no decision. Tommy's coming off a victory. His last game, he beat Cincinnati. So Tommy John has won four straight decisions and his last three starts. So he's just the opposite of Claude Osteen. Osteen had a fantastic season and then suddenly hit the skid. That saw him lose five in a row. So that kind of spoiled his overall record. And Osteen finished up 16 and 11. Tommy John is going the other way around. He's trying to win his 16th and finish up with a streak of five in a row. Rich Morales, the shortstop at the plate. hits a high chopper wide to third. Royster in front of Russell throws him out. One away. Big Dave Winfield, the left fielder off the campus of the University of Minnesota. Winfield has been very impressive in the 50 some odd games he has played. He's at 271 with three home runs and 12 RBIs. That might not be eye catching, but when you feel that he just came off the campus, it's a big step. Winfield takes a strike, 0-1. Olympia Beer, happy to send it all to you, and boy, we got holy weather, haven't we? Hope you're holding hands with a cold holy right about now. Tommy John back with a breaking ball in the dirt in the count one and one. San Diego losing a hundred games every year in its existence. And the Padres are right at that mark now. Little slider in on the hands. Check swing by Winfield. Two balls and one strike. The Padres going into this game have won 59 and lost 100. They have two, maybe three games to play. A sinker is in there, gets away from Yeager. They have these two at the Dodgers, and as we mentioned, it is very possible they'll have to fly to Pittsburgh. Two and one to count to Dave Winfield, right-hand hitting left fielder. Tommy John into the windup and delivers, fastball low and outside, ball three. On deck, Dave Roberts. 3-1 pitch is low ball four. So Winfield touched the first and Dave Roberts the batter. Roberts hitting 283. He has 20 home runs, 63 runs batted in. Bob Skinner is coaching at first and Dave Garcia at third. Don Zimmer has taken himself off the coaching lines, and he's managing from the dugout. Tommy John looks at Winfield. Now works the right-hand hitting Roberts, inside under the hands, ball one. One and all. Dodgers got three hits in the first inning but failed to score. Lopes single but was thrown out easily when Kendall called for a pitch out. Tommy John's 1-0 pitch. A sinker hits slowly up along third on the chalk and goes foul. So Roberts will come back to try it again. It gives us a chance to repeat... But we had mentioned earlier on the pregame show, the Dodgers announced today that they have rehired Walter Alston and his entire coaching staff for the 1974 season. Alston is finishing his 20th year tomorrow night. The Dodger coaching staff consists of Red Adams, Marty Basgall, Jim Gilliam, and Tommy Lasorda. One and one to count to Dave Roberts, Nate Colbert on deck. Robert's a fine young athlete. And he's had a, a solid year hitting 283 with 20 home runs. He figures to have quite a career. Tommy John's 1 1 pitch, breaking ball, swung on and missed strike two. One and two. Outfield deep and a route straight away. Tommy John at the belt looks over at Winfield. Double checks him. Now the left hander comes to the plate, and the breaking ball is low. Two and two. So the Padres lost their starting pitcher. Arlen with a stiff neck. Morales is out with that fly ball that hit him between the eyes. Johnny Grubb is out with a bad leg. Two-two pitch coming up, and that's a half swing foul. That thing was by Roberts. He just did get a piece of it. There's still two and two. down the lines, 3.70 up the power alleys, 4.10 to center.
2: It's
3: a reasonably good crowd for tonight. And might not be too bad tomorrow night. Tomorrow night figures, and you might as well put quotes around the word, it figures to be the last Major League Baseball game played in San Diego. Two and two to count to Dave Roberts. Tommy John at the belt. T.J. delivers in the dirt. Short hop by Steve Yeager. Three and two. Well, Tommy John, who is a breaking ball pitcher, has been allowed to keep a baseball that's been in the dirt. Normally, the umpires take a look at that right away, but Rungy lets him go with it. Here's the three-two pitch. Instead, it's a throw to first. Winfield back to the bag. Tommy plants the left foot. Quickly to a stretch Winfield goes late The pitch is hit up along third base Royster gloves, But he has to throw In a hurry late Going to third Is Winfield And he makes it So with Dave Winfield Going on the pitch He went from first To third On an infield single To Jerry Royster And that'll bring up Nate Colbert With one out Runners at first And third Nate Colbert, the big first baseman, checks in at 272. Tommy John's curve hit him on the foot and goes all the way over to the Padre dugout and Colbert's down on his right knee and he can't get up yet. Perhaps it got him more on the ankle than the foot. And Colbert, using his bat as a cane, helps himself up. But he can't even walk yet. I think it got him either on the left foot or the left ankle. And it's spraying it right now. Montreal trying to wreck the Pirates. The Pirates led two to nothing at the end of five and Gene Mark's crew came up with three runs in the seventh inning. So the Pirates are at bat in the bottom of the seventh and Montreal leading three to two. Montreal gasping to stay alive. They're three and a half back and it's just about hopeless. But they've come from behind to take the lead. Nate Colbert limping and it's going to take him a while to get to first base. So the bases are loaded. He's about two-thirds of the way there now. He's just taking a stroll to first. So Colbert at first, Roberts at second, Winfield at third, Clarence Gaston the batter. Gaston hitting two fifty six. An enthusiastic crowd here. The Padres last year... To almost 645,000. Tommy John delivers in a fastball, line drive at Lopes, he steps on second, double play and that's that. So Clarence Gaston losing a base hit and two RBIs as his line drive goes right to Davey Lopes. No runs, a hit, two left and at the end of an inning, no score. Friends, as you know, during the season, the Dodgers have special nights, like helmet nights, Teen nights, and so on. And you know, you lady fans might follow suit every week or so, have bacon night, meaning, of course, Farmer John Bacon for dinner. A very delectable idea indeed, and one your family should welcome happily. Farmer John Bacon has such a rich, robust Western flavor that it takes only a little to satisfy meat-hungry appetites. And as we've often reminded you, it's the smoking that makes this flavor different from all the rest slow-smoking, long and lazily over native western wood. That's the secret. And it gives every marvelous meaty strip of Farmer John bacon a good western smoke flavor like no other bacon can match. Sure, enjoy Farmer John bacon for breakfast. It practically means breakfast out here in the West, but make it one of your regular main meal meats, too. You'll agree. It's the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor. Next time you shop, bring home the bacon from Farmer John. Second inning, no score in the ballgame. The Dodgers, no runs, three hits. The Padres, no runs, one hit. On the message board, it says that tonight is the San Diego Union-Tribune team picture night. Everybody here in attendance received a full color and autographed team photo of the San Diego Padres, which might very well become a collector's item. Steve Yeager, Bill Russell, and Jerry Royster in that order. They play very hard games, the top and bottom in the National League West, for most of the year when the Dodgers rode the crest. Very tough indeed. Steve Yeager hits a bouncer foul over the head of Tommy Lasorda and the count 0-1. There have been four shutouts and five one-run games. As far as the shutouts, the Dodgers won three of them. But San Diego won four of the five one-run decisions. The pitch to Yeagers high. One and one to counter, Steve. Steve Yeager finishing up the year hitting two fifty-six. Swings and rolls one back a third. Long throw for Roberts. It'll be just in time on a nice stretch by Colbert. The so Jaeger is out on a good throw by Dave Roberts, one away. And the batter, Bill Russell. Joe Ferguson has been bothered by an ailing back, so he might not see any service tonight or tomorrow. Say, are you a recreational vehicle owner? You'd be glad to know you can find a holding tank pump-out facilities at many of the Union 76 auto truck stops across the nation. Bill Russell climbs in at 264 and takes a strike. Russell playing in every game... This, number 161. For the Padres, game number 160, they don't have anybody close to playing in the mall. The next one to Russell is high. One ball and one strike. The high would be 142 games for Nate Colbert and catcher Fred Kendall. 1-1 pitch to Russell. Fouled away in the count one and two. Russell will go home and sit. It's been a long season for him and the Dodgers just want him to go fishing in Oklahoma and take it easy. He has turned in a remarkable performance day in and day out. The 1-2 pitch, Russell takes high ball two, 2-2. Two two. Remember General Wainwright when Corregidor fell during the war and he was a prisoner for I don't know how long and they finally sent him back to the United States. It was a 2-2 pitch. Russell swings and misses strike three. Somebody said to the general, what are you going to do, sir, when you get home? He said, when I get home, I'm going to sit in my rocking chair for six months. And after six months, then I'm going to rock. Well, that's what Russell ought to do after playing just about every inning of every game since opening day. And for that matter, most of the spring training. The Dodgers never really had anybody else even considered to be the shortstop. Here is Jerry Royster. The pitch hit foul off first base. That carries into the seats off first in the count
2: 0-1.
3: Two down, second inning, no score. Mike Corkins substituting for Steve Arlen, who has a bad neck. And Tommy John trying to win his 16th. There's a bouncer right back to the box, a lob to first, and that'll do it for Roysters. So the Dodgers are gone in order. At the end of an inning and a half, no score. Friends, if you've...
1: You've probably been hearing a lot of talk.
3: You know the bank places high value on personal service. When you walk into your nearest union bank, the people who serve you are genuinely pleased to see you. At the same time, the bank is aware that most of its clients are very busy people. And that's why management, some years ago, introduced a unique system to simplify banking by mail. In effect, it brings Union Bank to you. Wherever you are, you can handle your savings and checking transactions in a matter of minutes. Savings deposits, requests for withdrawals, why, even the transfer of money from one account to another. It's not a big thing in terms of money, but, boy, it can save you substantial expenditures of time. So, between visits, when you're always welcome in person, bank by mail, when it's more convenient. Union Bank, a most unusual bank. Member FDIC. Bottom of the second inning, no score. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network.
0: Will Loman and Barkley have their stuff tomorrow morning, or will they be
3: here doing their radio program from 5.30 to 10 on KFI Los Angeles? Bottom of the second inning, no score in the ballgame. It'll be Fred Kendall, the catcher, followed by center fielder Ivan Morrell, and then second baseman Dave Hilton. Kendall has caught a lot of ballgames, 142. That's six more than Joe Ferguson. Kendall has had a fine year. He's come from nowhere now and hits .282. It's a solid year behind the plate. He has some power. He has 10 home runs, 58 runs batted in. So Fred Kendall, right-hand batter, and Tommy John into the windup and delivers. Fastball is low, ball one, one and zero. Oh. Padres have some sock. They've hit 10 home runs in their last four games. The pitch to Kendall, a strike, and the count one and one. Tommy John reading signs, now T.J. ready. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way, screwball on the outside corner for a strike, one and two. As soon as we get anything new on that Montreal-Pittsburgh game, we'll pass it along to you. They're in the bottom of the eighth inning, Montreal leading three to two. Now the 1-2 pitch on the way. Curveball fouled off. Boy, that would be a, a big boost to the Mets if the Pirates lost to Montreal tonight. The Mets with their back-to-back double headers, and the Pirates with two schedule games remaining, and then this extra one with San Diego perhaps for Monday. One and two to count to Fred Kendall. Tommy John into the windup and delivers fastball inside. Ball two. Two and two. The Mets have won 80 and lost 78. The Pirates are right at their 500 mark, 79. 2-2 pitch. Fastball hit foul outside of third to Dave Garcia. In the East, the Mets are one in front of the Pirates. The Cardinals trailing by two and a half. Montreal three and a half. Two and two to Kendall. Padres hit in tough luck in the first inning with the bases loaded. There's a shot up the middle. Base hit to center field for Fred Kendall. Tommy John got out of a scrape when Clarence Gaston's line drive was turned into a double play instead of two runs. That'll bring up Ivan Morell. Morell hitting
2: 216.
3: Oh, Ivan Morell, right-hand batter. With Kendall at first, nobody out in the second inning, no score. Kendall has stolen three bases. He's three to three. Fred held on by Garvey. Tommy John is 500 with the Padres for the year and under 500 in his National League career with them. Sends a pitch down and away, ball one. One ball and no strikes to Ivan Morrell. Tommy John, ready, has a look at first. Back with a fastball. that's fouled away off to the right, deep in the lower deck. One and one to count. Dodgers have won seven and lost seven with the Padres. A seven and nine with the Padres. Here's the 1-1 pitch on the way, taken for a strike, 1-2. and two. Dodgers lost 7 out of 9 at home. They've won 5 of 7 here. Dodgers against the West are right at the 500 mark on the road. Tommy John's breaking ball is hit to third. Royster goes to Lopes. Lopes goes to Garvey in the dirt, wildly. Backed up by Yeager, who makes a skidding grab of it. Throws to Garby to try and tag Morell, but Ivan did not make a turn, so he safely aboard at first. Royster made a timid throw to Davy Lopes. He was afraid to cut loose, and he just lobbed the ball to Lopes, so they lost any chance of getting a double play. Davy tried to hurry to first, but he threw it in the dirt. But had Royster fielded the ball and fired to his second baseman, they would have gotten a double play, perhaps. Five four-fours, one away. And now here is Dave Hilton, right-hand hitting second baseman. Hilton batting one ninety-seven. Swings, rolls one foul outside of third. Safe with a full flavor of freshness from pork and pork products. You know the name you can be sure of is Farmer John. Pitcher Mike Corkins on deck. Corkins is a good hitter. The pitch now low. One and one. Tommy John checking. No score in the second inning. One out. A look at morell and then a throw over there to drive Ivan back. morell this year has stolen two bases. He's two for two. Tommy John at the belt. Now the one-one pitch on the way is outside. Ball two two and one next to the last game tomorrow night the starting pitcher will be young Jeff Zahn unless he is pressed into service tonight here's the two one pitch high and outside Hilton started off and held up ball three three and one if Zahn is used tonight then it would boil down to either Doug Rao and or Greg Shanahan three and one to count to Dave Hilton Tommy John, a look over at Ivan Morrell, a left-hander with the runner going, delivers a drive to right center. Buckner has a play, however, so Morrell will come back to first base as Bill makes the catch. Two down, and Mike Corkins coming up. Corkins has hit three home runs, one of them against the Dodgers. So a good hitting pitcher, Mike Corkins, coming up. He had one at Dodger Stadium. Perkins is good enough to be used as a pinch hitter this year. He went 0 for 1 as a pinch hitter. Right hand batter. Tommy John delivers and misses outside. Ball 1. 1 and
2: 0.
3: Direct contrast between the Dodgers and the Padres. The Dodgers announcing the signing of Walter Olsen and the coaches. They know their year is over tomorrow night, no matter what. And the Padres are as up in the air as the Goodyear blimp. Pitch fouled away one and one. They don't even know when this year is going to end. And the coaches and the manager completely in the dark as to their future. The future of the franchise is in the dark. They're finishing on a strange off-key note here in San Diego. One and one to count. Mike Corkins waiting. Two out on the second. No score. Tommy John, ready to look over at first. The 1-1 pitch, fastball. He's late as he fouled it off and the count one and two. A beautiful evening in San Diego. Your mind just goes, you wonder what kind of a night it is in Washington, D.C. One and two. Well, they're in the bottom of the ninth at Pittsburgh. And the pitch is swung on and missed strike three. The Pirates are at bat in the bottom of the ninth, and Montreal trying to really punish them. Montreal, three, and Pittsburgh, two. Meanwhile, here in San Diego, at the end of two, no score. Well, friends, right now would be a good time to break open a fresh six-pack of Olympia, the light, refreshing beer made only in Tumwater, Washington. And while that Ole is cooling us off, it sure would be a good time to think back to the Dodger old-timers' day of 1971. At this rather historic occasion, the three Cy Young Award winners of the Dodgers were reunited. Don Newcomb, who won the first Cy Young Award in 1956. Don Drysdale, the 1962 winner. And the great Sandy Koufax, three-time winner in 1963, 65, and 66. It's a fitting tribute to the great pitching the Dodgers have had when you realize that these three Dodger pitching greats have won the Cy Young Award five times out of the 17 years it's been awarded. And what better way to toast Dodger pitching greats than with Olympia beer. Olympia beer made only with the best of the hops and the choices malting barley and brewed with the pure artesian well water found only in Tumwater, Washington. Olympia. Two innings run the books, no score. The Dodgers no runs, three hits. Padres no runs, two hits. And for more play by play, here's Jerry Doggett. All right, Vinny, it'll be Tommy John to start it off. Tommy hitting 208 on the air has
0: 15 hits. And seven runs batted in. John Lopes and Joshua, the way the Dodgers come on in the third inning. All right, Tommy John coming up. John, a right-hander, facing Mike Corkins. And we'll be set to go now. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Fastball, that's low. One ball and no strikes. One and oh O the count to Tommy John. Davey Lopes out on deck. The Dodgers three hits, the Padres have two, and here we are again in another tough one between these two clubs. Now the pitch on the way, fastball high. Ball two, two balls and no strikes. The Dodgers have won 93 games. The Padres have won 59. The boy, when they play each other, it's something else again. You'd never think the Dodgers had won 24 more games. Breaking ball, foul back, and the count is 2-1. and Two and one to count. Two balls and a strike. Now Corkins into the windup and a bouncing ball hit the shortstop. Morales waits for it, goes up in the air for a high hop and throws him out one away. So one down now and the batter will be Davy Lopes. Lopes single to center in the first inning and then was out trying to steal. The announcer has announced Von Joshua is up, <laughs> and Davey Lopes stops in the on-deck circle, and points toward Von, says, "You better come on up here and hit." He's announced you. So Davey Lopes steps in instead. Now the wind-up band. the pitch on the way to Davey. Breaking ball is a little high. One ball and no strikes. One and 0 to zero the count. Like to send along good wishes and uh, best of uh, get well greetings to Red Patterson, is in the hospital at St. John's in Santa Monica. Recovering from surgery. Dodger VP is a ground ball up the middle for a base hit. Davey Lopes. Grounds one to center. His second end of the game. So to Red. Uh, hope he gets well in a hurry. And back on the job in a few days. Red had some surgery. And he's getting patched up. And he's all right. Here's Joshua. bat, fly to center field. Vaughn fly out. First time up hitting 247. One home run and 16 runs batted in. Runner on first, Lopes, if he tries to steal this time. Throwing out the last time he tried to go. Throw over there from Corkins. Tag put on him too late. Davy has stolen 35 out of 50. That's a pretty good percentage for his first year. Davy's had a fine year. Converted outfielder playing second base, doing a good job. Now the look, and here's the pitch. Ground ball to right field, base hit. Lopes around second, headed for third. Gaston up, throws across the infield, cutoff, and runners are first and third for the Dodgers with one out here in the third inning. Joshua, ground single to right. Tommy Pashori coming on, bloop the single to center field his first time up. You know the competitive edge in business may well depend on your banking decisions. Have Union Bank on your side. Meeting at the mound for the moment now. Colbert comes over to have a talk with the pitcher Corkins Kendall goes out Morales who was there for a moment at shortstop goes back and Peshorek the batter hitting 257. Tom trying to pick up the run now Tom has 13 RBIs on the year and 187 trips to the plate all right Tom trying to get him in a swing and a miss at a breaking ball strike one the Padres set the infield double play depth trying to shorten up the inning and ended in fact cut off the possible score by the Dodgers Lopes on third, Joshua on first here in the third inning one out as John grounded out to open the inning Corkin set again, the look over and now the pitch, ground ball hit the third deep along the line, Roberts down to second base in time for one there, throw to first way off the mark, that'll carry into the dugout if a short will be awarded second base Roberts threw to second and then Hilton made a bad play He had no play because Joshua had come in to take him out of the play, but he threw anyway and threw it away, and he draws an error. So Pashorek is on on the side and goes to second on the error. The Dodgers get a run and lead one to nothing. Joshua is out from Roberts down to Hilton. And now the batter, Steve Garvey, single to right his last time up. Garvey's had a pretty good RBI percentage this year. Steve has knocked in 50 runs with 344 at bats. The best RBI percentage among regular players would be Joe Ferguson. Here's a breaking ball inside. But overall, it would go to Kenny McMullen, who has 18 RBIs and 85 at bats, and that figures out to a 212 RBI percentage, which is very high. All right, Corkin's working for on second. Garvey trying to get him home. 0-1 pitch on the way. Breaking ball, bounce foul. The third, Lasort over to make a lunge and a one-hand play. Gets a round of applause as he fires it back. One and two count. Now the pitch. Ground ball to shortstop. Morales comes in for it, makes his play. In time, Garvey out to retire the side. But the Dodgers get a run on two hits. There was an error, and they leave a man. And the score at the end of two and a half innings of play.
3: Dodgers, one. Padres, Nothing. The better the mileage you get with Union 76 gasoline, the better you like your Union 76 dealer. So here are a few tips on how to get the most out of a gallon of gas. How about starting a cold engine? Well, it doesn't pay to let it idle unnecessarily. Union 76 suggests you start up, give the oil a few seconds to start circulating, and that's seconds, not minutes, and then drive off, maintaining moderate speeds until the engine is warm. Union 76 also suggests that you never race a cold engine. All you're doing is burning up a lot of gas at zero miles to the gallon. Another thing that can affect mileage is low tires. Union 76 recommends keeping them at the right pressure because an underinflated tire creates drag and that costs gasoline. Your Union 76 dealer will check your tires for you. Every week, ask him to do it. He'd be glad to help you get the most out of a gallon of Union 76 gasoline. So do what all of us do. Put a man with spirit on your side. The Spirit of 76.
0: Okay, to the last of the third inning. Top of the order for the Padres with Morales, Winfield, and Roberts coming on. Morales grounded the third at first time. A final score in the American League. Texas beat Kansas City 5-4. to Bibby the winner and Little was the loser.
2: Still nothing
0: final out of Pittsburgh where Montreal is leading the Pirates by a score of 3-2 and boy they're trying to really destroy the Pirates and did they lose a tough one last night on a wild pitch that's the way they lost the playoff game last year the final playoff game to the Reds and a wild pitch beat them last night by Chris Zachary that ball comes down low and away one ball and no strike the teams in the East have really been scrambling around personnel wise you remember the other night that a Miller came in to pitch for the New York Mets at their old friend Bob he's been around I'll tell you what he's Moved around several places this year, and he winds up in New York trying to help him into the pennant. Now those pitch on the way. Off speed, and it's a little low for a ball. Two and one. Chris Zachary's been around a while. It seems like he was with Houston for a while, a long time ago. The wild pitch to run home last night. 2-1 pitch. High bouncer, wide of first base. Garvey coming forward. He'll feed back to John, covering in time. Tommy stumbles at the bag, but he makes the play. So Morales is out. Garvey to John, who... Had to come over and cover. One away, and here's Dave Winfield at bat. He walked his last time up. In that game last night, I don't know whether you read it or not, they were trying to walk Bob Boone, San Diego boy, playing with Philadelphia. And Zachary got it too close to the plate, and Boone singled to center field. And that set the runner from second over to third, and that's what set it up because a couple of pitches later, then Zachary wild pitched the run home. And the Phillies beat the Pirates last night, a real crusher. There's a pop-up in shallow center. Out goes Davey Lopes. Davey there to make the catch, and we have two away. So Winfield pops up two down, and Dave Roberts coming on. But in case you missed it today, the Cubs and the Mets were supposed to play in Chicago. They were rained out. They have had a doubleheader set for tomorrow already, so that will be played tomorrow. And then they will have to play another doubleheader on Sunday. So the Mets have four games left in two days in Chicago. And of course with the weather bad today you can't tell what's liable to happen the next two days so they may not wind up the season on Sunday. The Padres might have to wait another day before they go back to the East. And then wouldn't it be something if the Eastern Division wound up in a tie they'd have another a one-game playoff. They might go to the middle of next week. Here's a curveball on a high chopper out toward Lope. He has to come fast for it and his play is too late. Roberts gets his second infield chopper. Boy, he's getting a to be a master at chopping that ball down into the ground. He beat one out in the first inning, and now he beats one out here in the third, a high chopper toward
2: low.
0: Here's Nate Colbert hit on the foot football pitch by Tommy John last time up. Well, it's all over. Montreal beat Pittsburgh 3-2. to two. Marshall was the winner, and Ellis was the loser. And, boy, don't you know, the Mets really appreciate that. And the Expos have technically stayed alive, but, boy, they're just barely hanging on. There's a swing of a foul tip away, and it is strike one. The Expos now are three games out. They have two to play. The best they can hope for is a tie. They have 178. If they'd win two, they'd win 80. They would have to hope that the Mets lose all four. And then if that were to happen, Chicago would tie the Mets and Montreal. So it would really be a mess if the Mets were to lose four straight to the Cubs and Montreal win the next two. There's a foul out of play, and it is strike two. But you could talk about the possibilities of the Eastern Division for quite a while and still not settle it, and they've only got two more days left. But as we say, they could wait till the middle of next week to get it settled. Pittsburgh might have to have a playoff or uh, play the makeup game of San Diego. New York and Chicago might be postponed, have to play on Monday. Then they might wind up in a tie and play on Tuesday for that playoff game and the number one spot pitches high and tight the Cobra leans away and it's one ball two strikes to big Nate Nate has a six-game hitting streak going he has 22 home runs and 79 runs batted in now the one-two look and the pitch on the way from John breaking ball inside ball two two and two Tommy trying to keep the ball in on him the attendance at Pittsburgh tonight was a little better than last night 27,000 tonight they had only seven uh, I think 11,000 last night a very small crowd for that game. Let's check those figures to make sure. 27 tonight. What was it last night, Dave? You have it. There's a breaking ball. Low and away. Ball three and it's a three-two count. Jaeger now reminding John that he has a runner at first base on a three-two count. They had 11,500 last night. So they had 27,000 tonight. That's quite a bit better. Three and two the count. Now the look and the pitch on the way. Low, he walked in. So Colbert is on for the second time. Second walk given up by Johnny Zittabatter. Down to second base goes Roberts. And coming to bat is Gaston, who lined out into a double play in the first inning. It won right to Davy Lopes. Davy went to the bag of second to double up Roberts.
2: This time,
0: there are two outs. The other time when Gaston was up, there were runners at every base. And only one out. So Cito Gaston is batting. He has a .256 average, 16 home runs, and 57 runs batted in. Fastball on the outside corner for a strike. Plate umpire is a rookie, but the name is familiar, Ed Runge, Jr. All
2: right,
0: a strike one count as John goes out of a stretch again. The fetch. Swung on him, miss. Good sinker. On to the count. T.J. trying to get his 16th win. He's going to wind up with a very good year if he does, but he's had a good year already, 15-7. and 7. Now the look, and here's the pitch. Breaking ball is a little low, one ball and two strikes. Messer Smith is through for the year, 14-10. and 10. Both teams 16-11. Sutton is 18-10, and 10, and John could be 16-7 and 7 and have the best percentage on the staff. he's had a fine year now the pitch on the way low and outside for a ball and the count goes to 2 and 2 Tommy could wind up he has a percentage now of 6.82 now the pitch on the way outside for a ball and the count goes 3 and 2 so he has a full count He could wind up with a 696 percentage for the year. And that ain't too bad. All right, a full count. Runners on, ready to go. And John whirls to fake Roberts back at second with no one covering. So Roberts darts back to the bag. Three and two count. Now the pitch on the way to Gaston. Struck him out. Good thinker, And down goes Gaston to retire the side. John gets his second strikeout. And they're all gone. No runs and a hit. And the Padres leave two. The score at the end of three innings of play. Dodgers one and San Diego nothing.
3: You see all the fans devouring Farmer John Dodger dogs at the ballpark, and you say to yourself, what's more fun than a hot dog? But there's also a serious side to hot dogs, the inside. What's inside is what's different among hot dogs, wieners, and frank. Consider Farmer John wieners and Farmer John Dodger dogs. The big 10 inches sold as Farmer John Extra Long Wieners in your store. These are made with fresh, lean, homegrown beef and finest, freshest, eastern corn-fed pork. Every ounce of the meat is from appetizing table-quality cuts, such as you buy in the fresh meat department. Farmer John uses no meat byproducts, nor does he add fillers like cereal and soy flour. All the seasonings are natural herbs and spices. And the good western flavor of Farmer John Wieners comes from real smoke from native western wood not from smoke flavoring like some people use. So outside, hot dogs may look alike. Ah, but inside, it's a different story. Make sure the label on the package says Farmer John Meat Wieners. I was
0: set to move along into the fourth inning of the game with Bill Buckner. Steve Yeager and Bill Russell will do up here now. Buckner struck out his first time up. So Billy Buckner stepping in. Right-hander Mike Corkin set to go to him here in the fourth inning. Now the wind-up and the pitch on the way. Ground ball hit the first base off Colbert Corbin to right field down the line. Gaston over at the line to pick it up and brings it back in. And Buckner is on. We'll score to the base hit. So Buckner singles past Colbert down the right field line. That is hit number six for the Dodgers. And it brings to bat Steve Yeager who grounded the third his last time up. We were talking about Tommy John and his winning percentage. If he wins tonight, he would have a 696 percentage. If he loses, he dropped to 652, but he would still have the best winning percentage on the staff. Don Sutton is at 643, Osteen 593, and uh, Smith 583. All right, Buckner away from first. Now the pitch on the way. Swung on him miss, a good hard slider. One ball, no balls, one strike to Jaeger. Jaeger, Russell, and Royster. Good crowd on hand tonight here in San Diego. Boy, well, a fine turnout to see the game. Should be over 10,000, it appears. The Dodgers do their smallest crowd of the year in Atlanta, the second game there. Yeager swings at a breaking ball. He was fooled. He dropped his bat. Corkins took a little off that time. Yeager, of course, hasn't played a lot this year. He's had only 125 at bat. But he really hasn't had too much of a chance to figure out the pitching in the league and of course this is his first full year so for Steve it's been trying times and he's done a good job he's hitting 256 is a high fly ball to center field coming up fast forward as Morales there now and makes the catch for the out so Jaeger pops out the center one away and the batter will be Russell the Dodgers are high on Jaeger; they really like him and Alston particularly says he gives you some stock he's a real bulldog behind the plate And it looks like he's getting to be a better hitter. If Steve were to play all the time and hit 256, they would really be satisfied. And he might get more and more of a chance. Here's the pitch on the way. Swing and a miss, strike one. If he does get more and more of a chance, it means, of course, that Ferguson will play more and more in the outfield. And Joe is a very good outfielder. So the Dodgers are fortunate to have two young catchers of good ability and one of them can play in the outfield to boost well, that's really a plus and they're both in their first year alright strike one count to Russell throw to first Buckner gets back the Dodgers in looking back on their year re- feel really fortunate that so many of their youngsters have come up as they have Lopes brand new this year Jaeger and Beshorek and Ferguson you say as a bouncer to third base it'll go foul ball so it's strike two to Bill Russell. The Dodgers with 93 wins and a chance to go for 95, and that's a pretty good package for one season. 95 will win the pennant most of the time. The Reds got hot and had an amazing streak, as you know, and of course they have a great ball club. They're going to wind up very close to 100 wins. They have 98 now three games left. Here's the look in the pitch to Russell. Broken bat and a blooper to the right side, and over goes Hilton to make the catch on it. So Russell is out on a little humpback pop fly out to the second baseman. Two down, and before we see Royster, we'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers radio network.
4: This is KTAR in Phoenix.
0: Royster at 182, grounded out his first time up. Young infielder getting a chance to play here in the last couple of games. Throw to first base, very close. Bruckner back with a hand, and he's called safe for first base umpire Engel. The so Billy just did get back. On the scoreboard at Cincinnati, they're in the 13th inning, all tied up at 3-3. Well, they're supposed to get in your money's worth there tonight. Royster takes a curve strike, 0-2. The pitchers now are Bainey and McMahon. It is Baney, of course, who won the intended clinching ball game for Cincinnati last Monday against San Diego. Buckner on first base. Royster waiting at the plate. One strike counts to Jerry. Make the count strike two, though. We'll wait to see. Here's a breaking ball low. One ball, two strikes. Late umpire Rungi has not to come up with the hands. The scoreboard shows a one-on-one, so we will hold on that. St. Louis leads Philadelphia one to nothing at the end of five innings to play. Cardinals a slim chance trying to hold on. Now the look runner going. Pitch outside. Here's Kendall's down. It's on a bounce. And too late. And Buckner is in with a steal. So Billy Buckner steals one. For Buckner, that's his 12th out of 14 tries. Buckner got hurt on that play. I think he might have got hit in the face by either the ball or the glove of Dave Hilton who came in to make the tag. Buckner got up and turned his back to the infield and now looks toward the outfield. And trainer Bill Bueller is out there along with Coach Tommy Lasorda. And out now comes Walter Alston. So the ball either bounced up and hit Bill in the jaw or Hilton's glove and trying to stop the ball got him in the side of the face they're checking his teeth and Billy says I'm alright but I just got a sore jaw now he's uh, holding the side of his face on the right side apparently it must have been the ball that bounced up and hit him the ball came out of Hilton's glove and he was trying to apply the tag to bounced away All right, Alston and Basorta kind of laugh and come trotting off along with Bill Bueller. So he's all right. Buckner will stay in. Got hit in the jaw with the ball. And he has a successful steal. Fourth inning, one to nothing, Dodgers leading. Oyster waiting, now trying to pick him up. Jerry has two RBIs for his Major League career thus far. Two and one count. And the pitch by Corkins, breaking ball low. And that runs it out to a three-and-one count, according to the scoreboard. Montreal beat Pittsburgh tonight three to two. Doc Ellis took the loss, and Mike Marshall was the winner. That puts the Pirates a game and a half back. The Mets were rained out. There's a fly ball to right field, well hit. Gaston going back for one it, one-handed going away. The Royster hits it hard to right field, but not quite enough. No runs, one hit, One left. The score at the end of three and a half innings of play. Dodgers one and the Padres
1: nothing. Hi there. This is Arthur Godfrey. I want to talk to you who know a child who is crippled. Listen to me. I'm talking about crippled children whose people can't afford the medical and surgical treatment that the youngsters need. Throughout North America, there are 22 hospitals set up to help these children. And it's all for free. Over 850,000 men who belong to the Shrine and the Shriners Hospitals put the entire bill. And they've been doing it this way since 1922 without regard for race or color or creed at the Shriners Hospitals for Crippled Children. So if you know a crippled child under 16 whose folks can't afford the treatment that he or she needs... Please tell them about the Shriners Hospitals for Crippled Children. Tell them to write to this address. El Zareba Shrine Temple, 1502 West Washington, Phoenix, 85007.
0: Tommy got the Dodgers on the victory trail here in San Diego at the start of the year. He and George Culver on April the 8th combined for a 4 nothing shutout of the Padres. And then he lost to them 4-1 in July. The Dodgers opened the season in San Diego. They will close the season in San Diego. That's kind of a rarity in the schedule. But they opened it on April the 6th, 7th, and 8th, and did not win their first game until the 8th that Sunday afternoon when John won it. And now they'll close out the season here. Usually a team will either open at home and close on the road or vice versa. But this year the Dodgers open on the road and closed on the road and they did the same thing last year and that was because of the strike they opened in Cincinnati and closed in Atlanta all right here's Kendall about he's one for one here's Tommy John to the windup and the pitch on the way breaking ball that's in there for a strike 0-1 Rungey behind the plate his dad Ed Rungi was in the American League for a long time his name is Paul I think we might have called him Ed a while ago now the 0-1 pitch fastball that's low 1-1 one ball, one strike. Nobody out, nobody on. Bottom of the fourth inning. Tommy John to the wind up The pitch tap foul off to the left out of play that the Dodger dug out on the count. One ball, two strikes. The Dodger run batted in to Tom Pashorek on a fourth out. Here's TJ's windup and pitch. Curve that's a little high for a ball, and the count goes two and two. Two balls, two strikes to Jerry Kendall. He's done a good job hitting 282, 10 home runs, and 58 runs batted in. It's the drive to center field coming up at the short. He's got it. set high. Hard hit ball by Kendall. He hit it right on the button. Line to center. One away, and the batter will be Ivan Morell. Morell has flat. Uh, on on the fourth play his first time up batting 216. Olympia Bears sending you the action from San Diego Stadium. One more to go on the schedule. The Dodgers trying to win their 94th game here tonight. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. In for strike. Good fastball around the belt. 0-1 to Morrell a right-hand batter. Second baseman Dave Hilton is out on deck. Now the 0-1 pitch on the way. Low outside for ball. 1-1. The infield and the outfield grass pretty well chewed up from football the Chargers worked out here this morning it's a curve swung on in this and it is strike two one and two and they've played several games here of course and the field is beginning to show it. the effects of the football games that have been played here and the workout the swing and a miss Morrell goes down on strikes on a curveball T.J. gets his third strikeout of the game Dave Hilton will be the batter now Hilton out to right fielder's first time up. Dave Hilton. Now the up by John and the pitch on the way. Hilton the swing and a foul tip at the plate. Strike one. Oh and one the count. No balls. One strike. John down to get a new ball from the plate umpire. Mike Corkins out on deck. Tough game. One to nothing score. Dodgers over the Padres. The run came in the third inning. Now the windup and John's pitch on the way. Five ball to left center field is going to drop for a base hit. The over to cut it off, and Hilton is on with a solid single to left center. That is hit number four, and it brings to bat the pitcher, Mike Corkins. Mike struck out his first time up, but he's a pretty good hitter. Corkin's hitting 167 has. A home run this year. In fact, he has three home runs this year, six hits, three homers, and five RBI. Batting average is one ninety-four. He's a pretty good hitter. Curveball is inside, one ball, no strike. Ball got away from the but no advance by Hilton enthusiastic crowd on hand pulling for the Padres right down to the end I imagine though if if the Padres leave and go to Washington or wherever that most of the San Diego fans will revert back to being Dodger fans as they have we understand for so long here's a swing and a miss for strike one and one some might be Angel fans but we hope of course that they remain baseball fans that's the important thing Now the 1-1 pitch on the way. Blind in the left field, a base hit to Clarkson. Up with it is Joshua to bring it back in and throw again with two out. Tommy Johnson, trouble once more in each inning, except in the second. And in that inning, he had a leadoff base there. He had the bases loaded in the first. Two on with two out in the third. Two on with two out in the fourth. And here's the leadoff man, Morales, coming on. Morales is grounded out twice. Winfield on deck. So, John, once more, we'll have to go to the whip to get him out of here. The hits now, Padres, five, and the Dodgers, six. Dodgers lead one to nothing. Tommy John, checking sign. Here's the look in the pitch on the way. Curve is a little high. One ball and no strike. We have the wayward position downstairs. Playing a base horn of some kind of ground ball right through legs. Loops up Pete Russell in time great play a uh, ground ball hit right through John's legs and Lopes behind second base somehow came up with the ball fed it to Russell in time to get Corkins to the out to retire the side a fine play by Baby Lopes no runs, two hits and the Padres leave two more they have left seven men on in four innings the score, Dodgers won the Padres nothing Holy, holy,
2: oh.
0: Holy, holy,
2: oh. Holy, holy, oh. Holy, holy, oh. It's
0: the water, oh. That makes it holy beer. It's the water. And the hot It's the special
2: air. That makes only beer. <laughs> Thank you.
0: On the last play of the inning there, as Morales tried to leg out that play to first base. There was no play on him, of course, but he hit the bag hard and came down in his ankle and apparently twisted a leg, knee or an ankle, and he's going to have to leave the ball game. We're going to have a new shortstop coming in for San Diego. And it looks like it's going to be Dwayne Anderson. We'll check it and see. But Morales hurt himself running to first base when there was actually no play after Lopes had made a fine play on him to get the force out of second base on Corkin. So we'll have Dwayne Anderson out in there for Morales' shortstop. A most colorful event set for Dodger Stadium, November 6th through the 11th. The annual mobile home and recreational vehicle show staged by the Trailer Coach Association. The greatest assemblage of such vehicles west of the Rockies in Dodger Stadium and in the parking areas. A great show, November 6th through the 11th, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. All right, let's go to the
3: fifth. More players, then. All right, guys. Still one and nothing Dodgers, the Padres being thoroughly frustrated. Tommy John followed by Davey Lopes and then Von Joshua. Mike Corkins delivers and Tommy John piles it away 0-1. So Dwayne Anderson picking up for the injured Morales. And Mike Corkins going to work. Now the right-hander comes back, and Tommy backs away, but it's a strike and the count 0 and 2. No balls and two strikes to Tommy John. He'll be followed by Davey Lopes and Von Joshua. The Dodgers, one run on a half a dozen hits. The Padres, no runs, five hits. Tommy bounces one up along third. Foul ball. Roberts throws him out, but they'll have to do it over again. So Tommy comes back, no balls, two strikes. Padres hitting in very tough luck. With the bases loaded in the first inning, Gaston drilled one at Davy Lopes, who stepped on second base for a double play, and they left two. And in the fourth inning, Morales drilled one up the middle. It looked like it was going to go through, and Lopes was able to come up with it and feed Russell for the fourth. So the Padres have left seven men in four innings. Oh and 2 the count. Mike Corkins into the windup and delivers, and he missed inside with a change. Ball one, one and two. Apparently, Morales suffered pulled muscle in the lower back in straining to beat a play, and he had to come out. Here's a one-two pitch to Tommy John, high and outside, ball two, two and two. Corkins checking signs, Tommy John waiting, Mike deals, and it's swung on and missed strike three. So Tommy John strikes out. One out, and Davey Lopes the batter. Lopes is two for two. So Davey, who started the night at 272, is now hitting 275 as he stands at the plate. Von Joshua on deck. Corkins into the windup. Mike ready and delivers, and it's punch foul off to the right of the plate out of play. 0-1. One-nothing Dodgers were in the fifth inning, the Dodgers scoring in the third. A couple of base hits and an error. Got the run over. Corkins, reading signs, flashed out by Fred Kendall. Now the strike one pitch delope off speed, and that's it to Dwayne Anderson shortstop picks it up and throws him out so they get low for the first time and we have two out in the fifth inning and Vaughn Joshua the batter Joshua flies to center and single to right So Vaughn Joshua at the plate Tom Peshorek on deck two out fifth inning one to nothing Dodgers Corkins into the windup. Mike deals, and the fastball is high. Ball one, one and zero. Oh. One and all oh the count. Corkins back to the plate, and the pitch is high. Ball two, two and zero. Oh. The 2-0 pitch Joshua's belted to right field. That should go all the way up into the seat. So Von Joshua really kissed one upstairs. And Joshua tucked in the ball. That's his second home run. His 17th RBI. And the Dodgers lead 2-0. And, boy, he really drilled it. Two dollars books of Union Oil Autoscript for Von Joshua... And two books of the Southern Area Boys Club, 1339 East 120th Street in Los Angeles. The Dodgers team now has hit 109 home runs. That's the same number as the Padres. Here's Tom Pashoric. He takes the strike, 0-1. The 1966 club has hit 108, so this club goes above that. 0-1. The count of Pashoric. Tommy is singled, hit into a force play. 1-for-2. Corkin's next one is bounced to third. Dave Roberts up with it and across the Colbert and that's that. One run, one hit. In the four and a half, Dodgers two, Padres nothing. Bottom of the fifth inning with the Dodgers leading the Padres two to nothing. Two runs, seven hits, and no errors. Padres no runs, five hits, and one error. Tommy John trying to win his 16th. Tommy has never won more than 14. And, of course, his last time out was 15, so now he's reaching up another notch. Dave Winfield, Dave Roberts, and Nate Colbert in that order. Winfield has walked and popped up. Roberts has two infield hits, and Colbert has been hit by a pitch and
2: walked.
3: Winfield takes low, ball one, one and all. Oh. Tommy John, both feet on the rubber, looks down to get a sign. Now TJ delivers fastball. That's low ball two, two and zero. Two and
2: zero
3: pitch to Winfield. It's swung on and missed. Two and one. Two and one, to count to Winfield. Tommy John ready and delivers, and the pitch missed again. Ball three. Three and one. Dave waiting. Three and one. The other Dave Roberts on deck. Tommy John comes back to the plate and gets the strike. Winfield started to go to first and came back. Three and two. He gave a pretty good take of throwing his bat away, but he never did throw it away. So a full count to Dave Winfield. Tommy John checking. Big Winfield waiting. And the 3-2 pitch on the way as the ground ball hits slowly to Russell. He times the hop and throws him out on a close play. The big fella can run. One away. Well, friends, you know, the man with an ongoing business certainly needs to know what's going on, right? Sure. And a union bank money engineering study can give you an outside viewpoint to help you cut costs and expand profit margins. One away. And the batter, Dave Roberts. Two infield singles for the right-hand hitting third baseman. He hits one over the mound, over second, backhanded by Lopes, but he has to eat it. So Roberts is three for three. So Dave Roberts... Bouncing another one behind the bag and legs it out. And the batter is Nate Colbert with a six-game hitting streak. Colbert hit by a pitch and won. They'll give Dave Roberts permanent possession of the infield now. He has three legs on the trophy with three high choppers to third, short, and second. There's Colbert. He was struck on the foot, actually on the ankle in the first inning. A breaking ball is low, ball one, one and all. It's an enthusiastic crowd. You wouldn't think that they're saying goodbye to baseball. They're having a good time tonight. Hope there'll be a good crowd tomorrow night. The 1-0 pitch inside, ball two. There's a fellow with a tuba, or is that a French horn? It's a tuba. Anyway, it's difficult to bring on a crowded subway. And he's leading the charge with it. The 2-0 pitch is a ground ball sharply into center base hit. Roberts is around second and holding as Tashora comes up ready to fire. So back-to-back singles, and the Padres have seven hits. No run, and the batter is Clarence Gaston. Clarence Gaston lined into a double play. He really hit in tough luck with he hit the ball hard and struck out. The right-hand-hitting right fielder is 0-2. Dodgers leading 2 to nothing, but the lead is in jeopardy here in one out. Tommy Reddy serves a breaking ball hit just foul. Inches outside a third and down the line. Down in the Dodger bullpen, Charlie Huff throwing knuckleball, getting ready in case they need him. For Tommy John, he has to get two more outs to make it his game. As a starter, he has to go the required five, and he's only gotten four and a third. Clarence Gaston with Fred Kendall to follow. Two-nothing Dodgers in the fifth inning. Dave Roberts away from second base. Nate Colbert from first. Tommy John at the belt. Strike one pitch on the way. Slow curve hit down to Russell. He shovels to low after some difficulty, and there's no play at first. Apparently, Russell could not quite get the ball out of his glove. He hesitated, and they lost any chance for the double play. Two down, and Fred Kendall, the batter, he has single and lined out. One for two. So, fourth place, 6-4, and the Padres, first and third, two out on the fifth. Dodgers leading two to nothing. Kendall, one for two, right in hitting catcher, batting two eighty three. Dave Roberts walking down the line from third. Clarence Gaston away from first. Tommy John delivers, breaking ball in the dirt. Jaeger on his knees to block it. One ball, no strike. Kendall has a look at Dave Garcia coaching a third. 1-0 the count. Dodgers scored a run in the third and one more in the fifth on the home run by Von Joshua. Tommy John's 1-0 pitch outside ball two. On deck, right-hand hitting center fielder Ivan Morell. 2-0 the count. Tommy John at the belt. Now the 2-0 pitch. Fastball on the outside corner for a strike. 2-1. Kendall again checking with Garcia. 2-1 the count. Tommy John checks his runners. Now the 2-1 pitch. Fastball lines in line into center. Face in. One run is over. Stopping at second is Gaston. Though the Dodger lead is now 2-1. With two down, the batter will be Ivan Morrell. Tommy John has pitched a charmed four and two-thirds. Uh-huh. A one-run on eight hits for the Padres. They could easily have chased Tommy John, but he's been lucky. And now here is Ivan Morrell. Hit into a fourth play and struck out. Morrell is 0 for 2. Tommy John fastball swung on laid and missed. Oh and one, Ivan. Oh and one to count. Tommy John back with a fastball, swung on and miss. It's a good downer, too. Hart Sinker. Oh and two. So three more hits in the inning. Hundreds have one run, eight hits. They've left seven. They've got two men on here. Tommy John, ready in the strike two pitch to Morel. Breaking ball, hit foul outside of third, so Ivan is still there
2: 0-2.
3: Charlie Huff going in the bullpen just in case. Dodgers, two runs, seven hits. Padres, one run, eight hits, one error, and several line drives. Tommy at the bell looks at his runners, comes back to the plate 0-2, and there's a ground ball to third, and Royster brings it to the bag to end the inning. To the Padres, another frustrating inning, one run, three hits. They've led nine men in five innings, and at the end of five, Dodgers two, Padres one. Sixth inning, the Dodgers two runs, seven hits. The Padres one run, eight hits, and one error. Steve Garvey, followed by Bill Buckner and Steve Yeager, in that order. Garvey is singled and grounded out. He's one for two. Mike Corkins very much in the ball game. The Dodgers leading two to one. And Garvey waiting for Corkins is on the grass or what's left of it behind the mound. Mike back up on top. Working the bases. Oh and 1 to Steve. Corkins on the rubber, into the windup. The strike one pitch is hit by the mound. to The left is short. Anderson feels it near the bag and throws him out. One away. Bill Buckner, struck out and single. Buckner's one for two. A friend's union 76 says, never race a cold engine. You're just burning up gas at zero miles per gallon. And your Union 76 dealer wants you to get the best mileage possible. The Buckner checks in, one away. Two to one Dodgers with a run in the third and fifth. The Padres' run came in the fifth. Corkins delivers a change and it's popped in the air, foul behind the plate. Kendall coming back to the screen and it's on the other side of the screen. So that took the catcher right out of the play and the count 0 1. In case you missed it, Montreal beat Pittsburgh. That's a big game. Montreal beat them 3 2. In 14 innings, the Giants beat Cincinnati 5 3. McMahon the winner over Tomlin. In the top of the ninth, Dave Rader homered. In the bottom of the ninth, Cesar Geronimo homered. And not the ninth, it's 12. And they went into the 14th inning where the Giants won at 5-3. For well, the Giants, their 87th victory, the Reds are 98-62. and 62. One and one to count to Bill Buckner. fastball to Buckner, roll wide first to Colbert who comes over himself to do it. So two down on ground balls and the batter will be Steve Yeager. Yeager grounded out and flied out. He's 0 for 2. Two runs, seven hits for the Dodgers. One run, eight hits and one error for the Padres. The pitch to Jaeger is outside, ball one. When San Diego hits in the bottom of the sixth, they have Dave Hilton and Mike Corkins, a good hitting pitcher. He's already one for two. And Dwayne Anderson finishing up at shortstop for the injured Rich Morales. Now the one-hole pitch on the way. Jaeger fouls it away off to the right into the lower deck. One and one. Here's a 1-1 pitch to Steve Yeager, swung on and missed, chasing one that wound up in the dirt, and to count one and two. Two 2-1 Dodgers trying to win 6 out of 8 here in San Diego, after losing 7 out of 9 at home. 1-2 pitch to Yeager, swung on and missed, he loses his bat, gets tagged by Kendall and the Dodgers are out in order second time they've been retired in order, and at the end of five and a half, Dodgers two, Padres one.
4: Carolyn Hotline. I've had it. I've really had it. Tonight, three of them jumped us. Got my purse. Turned the wedding band off my finger. Uh, my husband, he'd hand over his money. Why'd they have to beat him up? Nice little lady next door. Just last week, junkies broke in. Took everything she had.
2: Go ahead, I'm listening.
4: Heroin. When they need that stuff, they do anything. And it's that pusher you've got to get. Played around the flock like he owns it. Got little kids. No more 10, 11 years old. What about heroin? It's sick. Can you describe him? Oh, I know who he is, all right. Only I don't want more trouble. We don't need to know anything about you. Six, look pusher. Call the National
1: Heroin Hotline. 800 368 5363. It's a free call from anywhere in the country. It's run by the federal government
3: call heroin hotline in washington dc 800-368-5363 Race two to one tommy John getting ready to pitch to Dave Hilton followed by the pitcher Mike Corkins and then the leadoff man Dwayne anderson Dave Hilton flied to right and single to center. He's one for two. Right-hand batter. Tommy John has been in constant trouble.
2: He has not
3: been able to retire the side in order. He hadn't really come close. So we'll see how he goes in the sixth inning. He's dodged a few arrows. And he's allowed eight hits but only one run. Tommy ready and the pitch to Hilton. He fakes a bunt, takes inside. Ball one He had Royster on the move. One and all. Oh. Mike Corkins in the on-deck circle. Good hitter. Now the 1-0 pitch to Hilden, Fastball hit foul, of first base out of play. One and one. Good friend of ours is recuperating. I guess he still makes his home in Paramount. Roger Craig. Roger was operated on, I think it was yesterday, herniated disc. And apparently coming along very well. The pitch high. Ball two, two and one. Hilton waiting. Tommy John into the windup. And the 2-1 fastball is hit to dead center. Bishorek goes away back, turns and makes the catch to the out. So Hilton hits it a long way, but to the deepest part of the ballpark. It's 4-10 to straightaway center. So one out.
2: Number 40,
3: Mike Corkins. Mike Corkins, one for two, coming up. Say if it's the easternmost in quality and the westernmost in flavor, you know it has to be from Farmer John. Tommy, both feet on the rubber, looks in for a sign. Right-hand batter, on deck, Dwayne Anderson. Tommy John, ready, a breaking ball. Stayed up, ball one, one and all. Oh. Now the 1-0 pitch, swung on late and missed and the count, one and one. One out, sixth inning. Dodgers two, Padres one. Tommy John's slow curve stayed high. Ball two, two and one. Tommy into the windup, comes back to the plate. Fastball, but that runs away outside. So he's behind a cork in three and one, and Mike checks now with his third base coach, Dave Garcia. Good-natured group of fans just blow us into the right, having some fun. And the pitch is fouled off, 3-2. and two. They're taking pictures of each other. I guess, in a sense, a picture of when you were at Padre Stadium or San Diego Stadium watching the Padres. That will be a collector's item, along with the team photo. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Mike Corkin. Swung on ground ball to the left of Russell, but he gobbles it up and at the bag goes to Garvey for the second out. Two down, and Dwayne Anderson coming up. Anderson hitting 128. Dwayne,
2: Anderson.
3: Dwayne originally with the Cardinals. Right-hand batter. Tommy John into the wind-up and delivers. Slow and outside. Ball one, 1-0. now the 1-0 pitch on the way fastball low and inside ball two Tommy trying to retire the side he's got a leg up on it now he got Hilden and Corkins but he falls behind to Anderson 2-0
2: now
3: the 2-0 pitch Tommy's fastball hammered to center but Beshorek is there and makes the catch so he gets the side in order on a couple of shots to center and a ground ball and at the end of six Dodgers two Padres one the Olympia Brewing Company of Cumwater, Washington invites you to take this moment to open another light, refreshing Olympia beer and join them in a toast to perhaps the greatest manager in Dodger history, a man by the name of Walter Olsen. With the end of the 1973 season, Walt will have completed his 20th consecutive campaign as Dodger manager. Up to the 1973 season, Walt has led his Dodgers to six National League pennants and four world championships. In fact, way back in 1955, Walt led the Dodgers to their very first world championship, beating the Yankees in seven games. This marked the first time in World Series history that a team had come back to win the series after losing the first two games. And just to prove it wasn't luck, Walt repeated this amazing feat in the 1965 series with the Minnesota Twins. So let's raise our glasses of Ole, salute the great Dodger manager, Walter Olsen. And while we're at it, let's have another Ole to toast Ole beer itself. It's the water and a lot more. Six innings, with the Dodgers two runs, seven hits, no errors, and the Padres one run, eight hits, and one error. Mike Corkins and Tommy John. Corkins has concluded his warm-up, so let's go to the seven. There's more play. Here's Jerry. All right, Vinny, Russell, Royster, John coming
0: on here in the seventh. Russell has gone 0 for 2, Royster 0 for 2, and John is 0 for 2. So Russell steps in. All right, Bill waits. Now the windup and the pitch on the way to Bill. A string and a line drive base at the left field. So Russell is 1-3 for three tonight, opening up the top of the seventh inning with a single left. 0-1 to count with Royster Do up next, and then Tommy John. Royster has grounded out and flied to right field. So Royster the batter. Charlie Huff throwing again in the Dodger bullpen. Dodgers leading 2-1. to one. Royster 0-2. He's looking for a base hit. Russell away from first if the Dodgers go for a play now. There's a throw to first and Russell jumps back on the bag. Bill has stolen 14 bases, been caught seven times. All right, Royster waiting again and again. A throw to first, and again Russell is back. So in the seventh inning, Russell opens up with a base hit. Corkins and John in quite a duel here tonight. Here's the look in the pitch to Royster. Line drive, base hit the center field. So Russell goes into second base and holds there, and the Dodgers open up to seven with back-to-back singles and the batter will be Tommy John so John coming on will. well he hasn't come out yet but Tommy if he comes up there will be asked to bunt no doubt Huff throwing in the bullpen will see if they're going to go for a hitter for Tommy now he has not come out as yet Charlie Huff working in the bullpen and Willie Davis is going to come up and bat for him So the Dodgers apparently are not going to go for the butt. They're going to send Willie up there and bat for Tommy John here in the seventh inning and try to put a little uh, little more room on the scoreboard here for Tommy. So Davis will be the batter. Willie D. Willie, as a butter, has sacrificed only one time. He has seven sacrificed flies. So Willie Davis at bat, and apparently the Dodgers will not be over the bunt. We'll see if they do ask Willie to bunt. Third baseman Roberts is up on the edge of the grass, but that's because of the left-hand batter up. But Willie takes high inside ball one. He was not around as if to bunt. As Russell and Royster open up with base hit. We have action down in the bullpen now for San Diego. Mike Caldwell, big left-hander, warming up. Here's the pitch from Corkins. Davis swings and fouls it back out of play. One ball, one strike. All right, one and one count. Tommy John worked six innings, allowed one run, eight hit. Walked two, struck out three. 9,169 is the crowd tonight, so we didn't miss our guest by much guessing 10,000, and we're just a little under that, 9,169. Now the pitch. Davis takes a breaking ball. That low. Ball two popped out of Kendall's glove. Russell moved off second base and then held up. 2-1 and the count to Willie Davis. Seventh inning. Davy Lopes on deck and Joshua to follow. The Dodgers leading 2-1. The count to Willie D. Two balls and a strike. Here again is the look to check in the pitch on the way. Davis fouls this one back upstairs, coming right to our booth. <laughs> Bounced from the booth next door where Jerry Coleman, the broadcaster, the ex infielder for the Yankees, was not there. <laughs> or he would have caught it. Bob Chandler was busy. He couldn't get it. All right, turn through the count. Davis fouling went upstairs. You don't get too many foul balls up here in San Diego. It's a long way up. The Davis flew that one back here. All right, Corkin's ready. Runners move off the pitch to Willie. Ground ball to the right field to base hit. Here comes Russell around third, headed home. Gas and throw will come across the infield cutoff. Dodgers lose. Lewis, the Cardinals have added two more against the Phillies and lead now. Three to nothing going to the next <laughs> swings on a knuckle ball, strike one a little charge music down in the bullpen is Eddie Solomon for the Dodgers charge music down below tough working here in the seventh now the look in the pitch knuckler foul off first base out of play strike two so Dave Roberts waiting at the plate He's chopped that ball down in the dirt pretty well tonight to get three hits. Knuckle ball outside, one ball, two strikes. Roberts hitting 283 coming into the game, and he has 20 home runs. He's had a fine year. 63 RBIs, and rapidly improving in his play at third base. Now the 1-2 pitch. Knuckler high, ball two, two and two. It's possible that eventually Roberts will wind up playing first base. He is several years younger than Colbert. And if the Padres were to deal away Colbert, then Roberts might be the candidate to play first base. He's tall, ranging. All right, a 2-2 count as Huff gets set again. The look in the pitch. Knuckler has swung on and fouled away, and the count stays 2-2. Two two. That bounced off Jaeger's chest protector. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out. One on here in the bottom of the seventh inning. 2-2. Now the pitch. Knuckler inside. Ball free. And it's a 3-2 count. So Huff now working into trouble here. The Padres have had base runners in every inning but the sixth inning. Tommy John got him out in order in the sixth inning, and that was all. He took the, the came out of the game for a hitter in the seventh inning. It gave a single to drive in the run. Runner bluffs going. Pitch swung on. Nub fouls the plate. Robert's chopping down on that one again and fouled it away. So the count stays three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Now Jim Brewer begins to throw in the Dodger bullpen. So fireball might be called on here pretty soon. All right, three and two. Pitch on the way. Knuckler fouled away as he checked the swing. The game is in the seventh inning. Three balls and two strikes with nobody out. Winfield, the runner at first base. Now the pitch again. Knuckleball, full on and missed. Strike three. Struck him out. One away, and we'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network.
4: This is KTA on Phoenix. It's
0: 9.30. Here's Nate Colbert at bat. He has been hit five pitch, walked in singles, so he's one for one tonight. Colbert, waiting at the plate. Knuckleball, swung on a miss, strike one. Colbert has 22 home runs and 79 runs batted in. To right, a strike one. Now the pitch. Outside for ball. One ball, one strike to
2: Charlie Huff checking signs again. Now a throw to first
0: base, not in time. It's one and one. A tough ready delivers knuckler Five ball to left center field Petorek on the run a long way to go makes a fine running catch for the out Petorek racing in the left center field to haul that one down ball was not hit too far but it looked like it was going to go up the gap and over went Petorek to make the play now Gaston will be the hitter he has lined in the double play struck out and grounded into a force play so Gaston stepping up here in the seventh inning we have two outs. Cito Gaston, the batter. On at first base, Dave Winfield opened up the inning with a single down the left field line. Huff's knuckler is high. Ball one. One ball and no strike. For Charlie Huff, it's been a good year. A good year for experience. He's worked 69 innings. And he is working on the knuckleball pretty good. And he's coming up with a dandy pitch. Here's a swing and a miss. One and one. He's won four. He's lost two. His earned run average is 2.74. He has struck out 69 batters in 69 innings. Walked 45, so that's the one department he wants to reduce, the number of walks. Knuckler dropped by Jaeger, but no advance. It was high ball, 2-2 two, two, and 1. Two balls and a strike with two outs. Now again, Huff ready. Waiting as Gaston, the pitch on the way. Knuckleball is inside. Three and one. So he's fallen behind. Once Charlie's able to throw consistently for strikes with that knuckleball, he's going to be something else again. He has not started the game. Strictly in relief. This is his 37th appearance. Only Rickert and Brewer have been in more games. Now the pitch. Knuckler, ground ball to shore. Russell up with it. flips to second in time, and the inning is over. Oh, he gives up an infield single, and then that's all. Fad retired in the seventh inning. No runs, one hit, one left. The score at the end of seven innings to
3: play. Dodgers three, Padres one. Well, it happened again, and you certainly can't do much better. In fact, you can't do any better. Once again this year, Farmer John batted a 1,000 at the recent California State Fair. Out of 15 John products entered in this world-famous fair, all 15 won gold medals. Fifteen gold medals, mind you, more than any other packer, more than any other food processor, more than anybody. Judging at the California State Fair is completely impartial. The products carry no identification, no brand name, to avoid possible bias. Each is presented to hundreds of visitors to the fair for their opinion of its flavor and appearance. And only those products, judged of exceptional quality, are awarded gold medals. Fifteen gold medals out of fifteen entries. How about that? Keep this in mind when you push your cart through the meat department and delicatessen section of your store. Always reach for the gold medal winning products from Farmer John. Exceptional quality. Who could ask for anything more?
0: Okay, let's go along into the eighth inning of the ballgame. Here's a final score, in the Cardinals beat Philadelphia three to nothing. And a two-hitter by the Cardinal pitchers. Thompson with Segui getting the win.
3: Okay, let's go to the eighth inning. More play has been. All right, Jerry, the Dodgers stubbornly holding on to a three-to-one lead. Mike Caldwell has concluded his warm-ups. It'll be Steve Garvey, Bill Buckner, and Steve Yeager. Garvey is singled and twice hit the ball to shortstop. He's one for three. Caldwell into the windup and delivers, and the first pitch is lifted to right field. Clarence Gaston comes up a few strides and one hands it casually, one away. One out, and Bill Buckner is struck out, singled, and grounded out. Buckner is one for three. So Buckner at the plate, Yeager to follow. Three to one Dodgers in the eighth inning. Caldwell's fastball, a trifle high, ball one. The Dodgers three runs, ten hits, and no errors. And the Padres one run that came in the fifth inning. Nine hits and one error. Buckner hits one foul down the left field line out of play in the count one and one. The Padres leaving men on base in every inning but the sixth when they went out in order. They've left ten men. The ball retrieved in the stands much to the delight of the crowd of over 9,000. The next one lifted back a third and foul ground goes Dave Roberts. Signals he has it, and he does. So Buckner fouls to Dave Roberts, two away. And Steve Yeager making his way to the plate. 9,169 in a highly enthusiastic crowd. There's nothing about a wake here tonight, although tomorrow night it might be a little different. But tonight, the crowd in fine spirits. Caldwell's first pitch is Nub back to the box. Up along third, in fact, the ball never did get out there, and Caldwell can't make a play. The ball hit the spongy grass and never kept going. It just died, so it's an infield single for Steve Yeager. And the batter is Bill Russell. That's 11 hits for the Dodgers. So everybody in the starting lineup has one. Willie Davis has a pinch hit. And Davey Lopes and Von Joshua, two hits apiece. So three runs, eleven hits for the Dodgers, one run, nine hits for the Padres. Russell swings, doesn't get it, in the count O-1. On 0-1 oh to count. Russell takes a look at another strike. Paul Rungi, the plate umpire. 0-2. Oh two. two down. Eighth inning. Three runs, eleven hits for the Dodgers. One run, nine hits, and one error for the Padres. Fastball down and away. One and two to Russell. Padres in the bottom of the eighth have Kendall, Morrell, and Hilton. And then the pitcher's spot. One two pitch, low and inside. A good save by Fred Kendall. Two balls, two strikes. Jerry Royster on deck. Russell hitting 264. Caldwell ready, the 2-2 pitch is hit to center Morell going back on the ball Turns and makes the catch for the out So the Dodgers leave Yeager And at the end of seven and a half Dodgers three, Padres one
4: Would you rip off a friend? Probably not, but that's what people do Every time they shoplift They're not only stealing from stores They're stealing from their own friends Their family and everyone else they know Because every time a store owner Suffers a loss from shoplifters Who do you think winds up paying for it? Not the owner, certainly. He can't stay in business by losing money. It's customers who ultimately make up shoplifting losses by paying higher prices. And that isn't fair to the rest of us. People who think they're ripping off the establishment aren't ripping off the establishment at all. They're ripping off every friend, every customer, every person they know who shops at that store. And they're even ripping themselves off by taking that big chance of being busted and convicted of shoplifting. No ifs ands or buts, shoplifting is stealing. And since shoplifters cause higher prices, shoplifters take everybody's money. This message brought to you by this station and others who are concerned.
3: Bottom of the eighth inning, three to one in favor of the Dodgers. Three runs, 11 hits. One run, nine hits, and one error for the Padres. Charlie Huff serving up some knuckleballs to Steve Yeager. And it'll be Fred Kendall, Ivan Morrell, and Dave Hilton in that order. The Dodgers with Charlie Huff and Steve Yeager. An infield of Steve Garvey, Davey Lopes, Bill Russell, and Jerry Royster. And an outfield of Bon Joshua, Tom Fishorek, and Bill Buckner. Way out in center field, a sign, actually a sheet, draped over the balcony. That says ninety-three and sixty-six, the Dodger record. It says ninety-three sixty-six, and proud of it. Dodgers, we love you. There's also another banner that says "Good luck, Padres," and one other that says "Keep the Padres in San Diego." The pitch inside, ball one, one and all. Oh. Kendall singled twice and lined out to center. So he came within an ace of being three for three. Hupp's knuckleball is instead a fastball this time for a strike and the count one and one. One and one to Fred Kendall. 9,169 taking in the game. The next pitch swung on and fouled away and the count one and two. One and two. Ivan Morrell on deck. Now Charlie into the windup and the one-two pitch. Knuckler popped in the air. Davy Lopes on the rim, waiting for it to come down and puts it away. So Kendall knuckles one up to Davy Lopes, one down. Ivan Morrell twice it into fourth place and struck out. The center fielder is over for 3. a drive into left center field and Joshua's going to have to chase it to the fence along with Beshorek. Beshorek picks it up and by that time Morell has a long double up the alley in left center. So with one out, a double by Morell brings up Dade Hilton and we'll see about a batter for Caldwell. Down in the bullpen, Gary Ross begins to throw a right hander. Le'Ron Lee comes out on deck to bat for Caldwell. And a knuckleball is a strike in the count 0 1. Ivan Morrell away from second with one out. 3 to 1 Dodgers in the eighth. A knuckleball is it back to Huff. But he looks Morrell back to the bag and throws out Hilton. So two down in the eighth inning. And now Leron Lee will come up and hit for Caldwell. And Gary Ross will be pitching to the Dodgers in the ninth inning. So Leron Lee, left-hand hitting outfielder at the plate. Lee hit 2.36 this year. So Leron Lee coming up. Lee with the Padres last year hit 300, so his average really took a beating this year. Charlie Huff delivers, and it's whacked down the right field line. Fair ball into the Dodger bullpen. That gets Morrell home. Lee is to second base and holding. And the Padres are very much in it. Dodger lead is 3-2. So Charlie Hubb gives up his third hit and his second double here in the eighth inning. So the Dodger lead three to two. The tying runner's at second base. And we're going to have a pinch hitter for Dwayne Anderson. And that'll be Gene Locklear. So Locklear traded from Cincinnati in the Freddie Norman deal. Left-hand hitting outfielder. Will be coming up with a chance to get San Diego even. So Gene Locklear coming up to the plate. Le'Ron Lee at second base. A run over with two out in the eighth. And the Dodgers trying to hold on to a three to two lead. Down in the bullpen. Greg Shanahan and Doug Rao. So well, it looks like Jeff Zahn will definitely pitch tomorrow night. So Charlie Huff trying to get Gene Locklear. Locklear hitting 233. Takes ball one. Since he came to San Diego, he's hit 240. Locklear has three home runs. He's hit them all with San Diego, and 29 RBIs. Charlie Hubs, Knuckler, way inside. A great stop by Steve Yeager. Two and zero. Oh. We're in the bottom of the eighth. Dodgers three, Padres two, Leron Lee, the tying run at second base. Here's the 2-0 pitch to Locklear. Ball three. On deck is the big left fielder, Dave Winfield. So 3-0 oh to the pinch hitter. After pinch hitter, Lee chased home Ivan Morrell. Up at the belt. And the 3-0 pitch to Locklear in for a strike. 3-1. Le'Ron Lee with his double drove in his 30th run of the year. But it's been a bad year for the outfielder. 300 last year and 236 this year. Here's Locklear waiting at the plate. Left-hand batter. 3-1 pitch. Fast ball. Swung on and missed strike two. So a full count of Gene Locklear with two down. A run over in the eighth. Three to 3-2 Dodgers. Padres have left at least one man in every inning but the six. They've left ten. Huff reading Yeager. Now Charlie ready. And the three-two pitch is lifted to left field down the line, slashing away from Joshua, but he goes into foul ground to make the catch. One run, two hits. The Padres lead their 11th man, and at the end of eight, Dodger three, Padres two. Dodger great right fielder Carl Perillo had one of the great throwing arms of any man who ever played the game. In fact, somebody once said of Carl Perillo that his arm was so good he could throw a lamb chop past a hungry wolf. Well, now, whether Carl Perillo or anybody else could throw a tall, cold Olympia past a thirsty man, now there's a subject that is really open for question. Because Olympia has that extra special flavor that comes from being brewed with the finest ingredients that money can buy. Now, you take hops, for example. The Olympia people don't brew their beer with just any old hops. They take the time and they take the trouble to go to the hop-growing country and personally select the hops they use. And it's that kind of extra care and effort that makes Olympia beer just a little bit special. So the next time, ask for Oli, and remember, it's the water, and a lot more. As they go to the ninth inning, the Dodgers three runs, 11 hits. Padres two runs, 11 hits, and one error. Gary Ross, the right-hander, comes out of the Padre bullpen. He's four and four, and for Gary, this would be his 58th relief assignment. Daryl Thomas comes into the game at shortstop the same time as Ross. And so since the leadoff spot made the last out, put Gary Ross there in the number one spot. And put the shortstop, Daryl Thomas, batting ninth. So three to two Dodgers. They'll have Jerry Royster, Charlie Huff, and Davey Lope And when the Padres come up in the bottom of the ninth, they have the heart of the lineup, Winfield, Roberts, and Colbert. And if anybody gets on, Gaston. So Charlie Huff has some big hitters to contend with when we get to the bottom of the ninth inning. Gary Ross, four victories, four defeats, and a very high earned run average. If you're a relief pitcher and your earned run average is over five, you know it's been a rumpy year. Of course, on the San Diego Ball Club, the best-earned run average on the staff is over three. All right, Jerry Royster is back to the box, slide to right, and single. Right-hand hitting third baseman. cups one foul outside of first. 0-1 to Jerry Royster. So the Padres have had three shortstops: Morales, Anderson, and Thomas. On one to count, Jerry. Right hand to Ross Deals, and the pitch is low. Royster faking a bunt. One and one to count. Nine thousand one hundred sixty-nine came out tonight. Everyone in attendance receiving a fine color photo of the San Diego Padres. One-one pitch fouled away, off to the right, carrying the lower deck. One and two. Our best wishes to Vice President Red Patterson, who is safely ensconced at St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica. He is in fine shuffle, we are happy to say, although he is not to laugh. And this is not a laughing matter. The 1-2 pitch to Royster, fisted over the head of Colbert, inside the foul line for a base hit. Finally retrieved at second by Hilton, who throws to a shortstop Thomas, and he get Royster at second base. A great heads up play by Dave Hilton, the second baseman. The Royster blooped one for a base hit, and then Hilton retrieved it and threw to Darryl Thomas to get the sliding Royster. One away, and Charlie Huff coming up. Charlie Hub waiting, Gary Ross ready, and delivers an exit foul down the line and well back into the stands. Oh, and one, three runs on a dozen hits for the Dodgers. They had ten hits off starter Mike Corkins. Here's the strike one pitch to Hub. Fastball over. Strike two. One away in the
2: ninth.
3: Gary Ross from McKeesport, Pennsylvania. Right-handed strike two pitch inside. Ball one. Good size for a pitcher. 6'1",
2: 190.
3: Gary working from the first base side of the rubber and the one-two pitch on the way as a ground ball to the hole and through into right field. Base hit. So Charlie Huff punches one into right field for Charlie, his third hit of the year. Dodgers now with two hits in the inning, but they only have a runner at first. Thirteen hits in the game for the Dodgers, and the batter will be Davy Lopes. Davy is two for four, and on deck, Von Joshua. Three runs, 13 hits, no errors for the Dodgers. Two runs, 11 hits, and one error for the Padres. Ross checking, Lopes waiting, Charlie Huff wearing a heavy windbreaker right near the bag at first, and there's a high chopper down the short, Darrell Thomas goes to Hilton for one to first, not in time. So they get Charlie Huff off the base pads on the force play. Two down, and Bond Joshua will be the batter. Davey Lopes tried to steal in the first inning, but Fred Kendall called for a pitch out and nailed him easily. So we'll see if Davy is entertaining any ideas of trying to steal second with two out in the ninth. Lopes has stolen 35. He's been caught 16 times. And Bond Joshua with a single and a home run at the plate. Lopes off the bag. Ross has a look over there. And now the pitch to Joshua High, ball one. Dodgers trying to win their 94th game. One ball and no strikes. Devon Joshua. Ross at the belt. Throws to first, driving Lopes back. The biggest game of the night is over. Montreal beat Pittsburgh 3-2. That's a crusher for the Pirates. They are now trailing the Mets, who are idle by a game and a half, but the Mets have back-to-back doubleheaders on Saturday and Sunday. Pitch inside to Joshua. If the Pirates by Sunday night are still barely alive, the Padres will have to fly to Pittsburgh. Sometime Sunday, they have no idea when. And then play an afternoon game with the Bucks Monday, if that's necessary. The Pirates technically have left Saturday and Sunday afternoon, and the Mets have two doubleheaders in Chicago Saturday and Sunday, but the Mets now certainly see some daylight at the end of the tunnel, they lead by a game and a half, with perhaps just two days to go, but that's some race, 2-0 oh, the count Joshua, there goes Lopes and Joshua fouls it away, off to the left out of play, 2-1. The National League playoffs will begin next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, in Cincinnati. They play Saturday and Sunday in Cincinnati, and then the weekdays in New York, if necessary. Best three out of five. But before that, there might even have to be a single game playoff to decide the winner of the National League East. So that's really going down to the wire. Two and one to count of Joshua. We'll see about Lopes. He does not go. And Joshua takes off speed on the outside corner for a strike. Two and two. Joshua hitting two fifty-three. Vaughn has had a very difficult role to play this year, but he has done well whenever allowed to play. He's only been in 70 games. He gave a lot of people a big thrill at Dodger Stadium the last... Cincinnati series when he threw out Tony Perez at the plate. There goes Lopes and the pitch is a ground ball up the middle, base hit. The so Lopes keeps on going. He's almost to third and he'll hold him as the throw comes in to Nate Colbert. Clarence Gaston had to come. Uh, Ivan Morel finally got to the ball and you knew LaSorda was thinking about sending Lopes in but morell finally got to it ahead of Gaston and hurried the ball back into the infield. So the Dodgers like the first inning have three hits but nothing to show for it in the ninth inning they lead 3-2 on 14 hits and the batter is Tom Pashorek for Joshua his third hit he has three singles and a home run Gary Ross allowed three hits but no runs and with two out Pashorek fists one foul off first base and out of play 0-1 Frank Snook begins to throw in the San Diego bullpen in case Ross can't get that last out. Three runs, 14 hits for the Dodgers. Two runs, 11 hits, and an error for the Padres. The Dodgers have 14 hits, 13 singles, and a home run. Ross at the belt. Checks the runners and the strike one pitch to short, fouled away again, 0-2. That goes upstairs directly behind the plate. No balls, two strikes. Don't forget, Winfield, Roberts, and Colbert will be coming up for the Padres in the bottom of the ninth. Oh and two to Tom for short. Joshua at first, lopes at third. There goes Joshua. The pitch outside. Kendall a look then throws to second, and there's no play. So Vaughn Joshua steals second. For Vaughn, he has stolen seven out of nine this year. The one thing that Kendall had to do was look at Lopes, because if he had just taken the pitch and thrown to second, Lopes might have been able to come home. But the look kept him frozen. And then the throw was late to second. One-two pitch to Peshorek. Inside, ball two. So the Dodgers have three hits and a stolen base, but still don't have a run here in the ninth. Although they are trying to hold on to a three to two lead. Ross, the third San Diego pitcher, Corkins and Caldwell preceded him. Right hand is pitch to the plate is a bouncer up along third foul, knocked down by Dave Roberts. So they'll try it again two and two. Von Joshua away from second, Davey Lokes from third. Ross to the windup up in the 2-2 pitch. Fastball lifted foul off first. Colbert coming over, but it's back in the stands out of play. So it's still 2-2. Two and two. Here in the inning, Royster blooped a single to right, tried to go for two, and Hilton threw him out. Huff single, Lopes forced him, and then Joshua came up with a third hit, sending Lopes to third, and then Vaughn proceeded to steal second. But it's up to Fashorik with first base open and the count two and two. Ross Ruddy, the right-hander deals, and Fishorik loops it to right field. Gaston was overshifted. He's not gonna get it, and it lands inside the foul line. Going into second is Peshoric on a looping double to right. He picks up two RBIs, and the Dodgers on their fourth hit in the ninth inning, get two runs to have a commanding five to two lead and will pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network.
4: You're listening to Dodger Baseball on your 620 Action News Station, KTAR in Phoenix. It's 10 o'clock.
3: So time for with a bloop double to right, drives in two. And the batter is Garvey, who is one hit in four advance. Five-two Dodgers on their 15th hit. Garvey hits it foul off first base. That goes upstairs and then trickles back down below. And the count 0-1. Well, it's a lot of base hits for five runs. Fifteen hits, 13 singles, a double, and a home run. Four hits in the ninth inning alone. The shore at second base and the pitch to Garvey low. Tommy picking up those two RBIs. Now has 15 for the year. One and one to count to Garvey. Bill Buckner on deck. That takes some pressure off Charlie Huff now. He has a three-run lead. The 1-1 pitch to Garvey swung on late. I think he was trying to go to right field in the count one and two.
2: One
3: ball and two strikes to Steve Garvey. Garvey hitting 304. Ross delivers, swung on, and foul tipped and held by Kendall. And down goes Garvey. But the Dodgers get two runs, four hits, leave one. And at the end of eight and a half innings, Dodgers five, Padres two.
4: 76 dealer, Walt Perry, tells a true story of the spirit of 76. Well, believe it or not, I give a couple $5 once. He was a G.I. And they were coming from Washington, D.C. Seven hits in one era. Charlie Huff
3: getting ready to pitch to Dave Winfield, Dave Roberts, and Nate Colbert. Dodgers field with Charlie Huff and Steve Yeager. An infield of Garvey and Lopes, Russell and Royster... Joshua Peshorek and Buckner, throw a very young ball club out on the field for the Dodgers, and they're leading five to two. Charlie Hubb is trying to present Tommy John with a 16th victory of the year, and he needs three outs to do it. Winfield looks at a fastball away, ball one. Winfield is one for three, a single he also walked. Charlie Hubb's 1-0 pitch. Line up the alley, to left center field. Josh is going to have to play this thing off the wall. He does. Winfield has to leg it for two, and he makes it with a slide. So that's the third double that Charlie Huff has served up in one inning plus. Winfield hit the bricks in left center with that long double. So Huff has given up three doubles and a single for one run. Now Dave Roberts with three infield singles coming up. He's three for four. Roberts hitting 287. The storm signals are up, and so is the Dodger bullpen with Doug Rao and Greg Shanahan. So left-hander Jeff Zahn will no doubt start for the Dodgers tomorrow night. Roberts hits a knuckleball wide at third into the hole, and there's no play as Russell backhands it on the grass. That's the fourth hit for Dave Roberts. He's four for five. He's not been able to reach the outfield, but he's found a hole so two on with nobody out and the batter is Nate Colbert 13 hits and two runs for the Padres Colbert has hit safely in seven straight he is one for two a muscle man he can hit him out he has 22 home runs 79 runs batted in and his 22 home runs tops on the Padre team so San Diego couldn't have a better man up at the plate than the guy they have there right now. Up Knuckler is swung on and fouled away. 0-1. San Diego has been retired in order only in the sixth inning tonight. That's the only time they did not leave somebody on base. They have left 11 in eight innings. And they are first and second with nobody out here in the ninth. So it's been standing room only for San Diego. But they've managed to score only twice, and the Dodgers are leading five to two. Charlie Huff at the bell, a check of the runners, and a knuckleball is swung on and missed strike two. Clarence Gaston on deck. Colbert waiting, Huff at the belt, strike two pitch on the way, knuckleball, a half swing to Huff. He goes to Lopes for one, he goes to Garvey, double play. So Nate Colbert tried to check up on a knuckleball and hits into a double play, One four three. 2 out and Clarence gassed in the batter. Clarence Gaston hit into a double play, struck out, and twice hit into force plays. He's 0 for 4. He swings at a knuckler and comes up empty 0 and 1. Dodgers trying to make it 6 out of 8 here in San Diego after the Padres won 7 out of 9 at Dodger Stadium. Huff comes back to Gaston. Knuckleball hit wide a third. Royster is up with it. Throws to Garvey in time, and Charlie Huff has held on to it and given it to Tommy John, who has won his
2: 16th.